Welcome to Eye of the Storm. Chris Johns came to me before kickoff and he said, we've got a problem. We had the voiceover on the, that's a knock on. That means a change of possession. <laughs> you know, they had to explain the rules. It's a memory that was sticking in my mind for a long, long time. I do remember uh, Chris Anderson, he started me off the bench, which I wasn't happy about. Join us as we delve into Melbourne Storm's 25-year history, reliving the highs and lows, celebrating the victories and achievements of one of Australia's most revered clubs. From humble beginnings to the club we know and love today, Melbourne Storm's story is one worth telling. Sit back, relax, and get ready to be taken on a journey through the eye of the storm. In episode one, we go back to the night of April 3, 1998. After three games on the road in their inaugural season, Melbourne's new NRL team was back in town and ready to make their mark at home. It proved to be a night to remember. As the newest member of Melbourne's elite sporting scene, the Storm's lightning start to the season has generated plenty of interest here, and that interest could be reflected in a full house at Olympic Park on Friday night. Tawera Nikau, a decorated forward bringing a wealth of leadership and experience, can clearly recall the build-up. There was some, um, you know, there was a lot of talk about Melbourne and the build-up. We'd had uh, three games away. Uh, from uh, Olympic Park because the stadium hadn't been finished in terms of that at, the, at that time. Uh, but there was some great anticipation uh, for us for that first home game against the North Sydney Bears that we played at Olympic Park. Because of the press, because we won those first three games, uh, and North Sydney were probably in, uh, in that era, were one of the, they had one of the best packs in the NRL at the time. And I remember the build-up to the game, all the, the reporters and all the pundits were saying Norse would beat us by 30 or 40 points in terms of that game. But because we were in Melbourne, we were oblivious to some of that stuff and we didn't worry about it. We knew what we could do and we just focused on our game plan. Obviously, we, we win game one, we win game two, we win game three. In our very first home game, we're on the back of three consecutive wins uh, in our very first year. So um, the groundswell was massive. That's Robbie Kearns, an enforcer from the defunct Western Reds franchise who made the move from Perth to Melbourne alongside a number of former Reds teammates. For him, a boy born and bred in the Shire of Cronulla, Melbourne was a world away from what he knew. Rugby League was a world away from what Melbourne knew too. But after three wins from its opening three games, that didn't stop the city embracing its newest team. There's so much hype about the Melbourne Storm and um, I dare say a lot of people were thinking back in the day, a lot of people, Melbourneans, they don't know much about rugby league, but they were, within three games, they were going, who's this new side coming down to Melbourne, the purple, you know, in the purple storm. So, um, yeah, people were behind it. You know, rugby league here in Melbourne, we're always going to be the second sport down here, or if not the third sport, uh, with all these other sports going on. But, yeah, I mean, it, it... Gained a bit of momentum. Kearns' old Western Reds teammate Matt Geyer couldn't understate the importance placed on those three wins to start the year. Those three away games almost built the club to what we see today. But our first home game 
Robbie Ross was injured, so I started at fullback. It's the that like I'm, I was never a nervous footballer, even you know grand finals and lucky enough to play a few Origin games. I wasn't nervous for them. I don't I don't choose to be. It's just who I am, and I was a pretty relaxed kind of character. But I was nervous for that game. You know, <laughs> the home crowd they were they were passionate about us as Melbourne's are, Melbournians are with their with their sport, but um, they didn't know the rules. A lot of them, so it'd be like a knock on, and like a lot of the AFL converts, like what? We'd had uh, three games away uh, from uh, Olympic Park because the stadium hadn't been finished, but there was some great anticipation uh, for us for that first home game against the North Sydney Bears. It was probably the litmus test for us as a Melbourne Storm, uh, that first home game. Now, I remember during the week there was a, you know, the boys were getting a bit, what was the word, feisty or toey, you know, about playing at home because we hadn't played at home yet. I do remember... Uh... Chris Anderson, he started me off the bench, which I wasn't happy about because Lazo had just come back from a broken ankle. Uh, he played full, or yeah, played these uh, the three games off the bench, and being club captain, he uh, he wanted to start Howie and uh, Big Lazo, so I was a bit dirty on that, but I uh, got plenty of game time, and it was a memorable memorable night. For the Godfather of Melbourne Storm, John Rebo. A mountain of work had been done to this point to bring a National Rugby League team south of the border into AFL heartland. After watching the club defy the odds and critics on the road in the first three weeks of the season, the real acid test for the club was to come in round four as they returned home. On a night of excitement and celebration with Rebo's vision realised, the real work was about to start. And that was a really exciting period for us because it was basically game on. And our first home game, will they turn up, won't they turn up? Hello everybody and welcome to Olympic Park for what is an historic occasion in the National Rugby League. It is the Melbourne Storm taking on the North Sydney Bears. The capacity here at Olympic Park is 21,500 people. Organisers are hoping that 18,000 churn through the turnstiles looking for another Storm win. Uh, the captain of the Melbourne Storm, Glenn Lazarus, is the only uh, player in the side that's actually played out here at Olympic Park. They turned up in their droves. After playing in Melbourne's first three games of the season, star fullback Robbie Ross missed out on the historic home game because of an injury. However, the magnitude of the occasion was clear to see as he arrived at Olympic Park to watch on from the sidelines. Yeah, I remember parking the car and then walking to the game thinking, oh my God, there must be like, Guns and Roses must be playing or something's going on next door. There were so many people around. We're pushing our way through the crowd and it was already jam-packed. Once the game started, there was obviously so many people, there were people hanging off the lights and so forth, and it was, it was chaotic, you know what I mean? I remember getting to the game a little bit earlier, and even when I got to the game about an hour and a half before it started, I noticed there was a, a big crowd starting to, to gather outside Olympic Park. There were so many people that wanted to get into the game. Chris Johns came to me before kickoff and said, we've got a problem. There's a few problems actually, security, and now there's still people outside, they're starting to get cranky because they mightn't see the start of the match. He said, what should we do? 
And we're just over five minutes away from kickoff here at Olympic Park. They've in fact put the kickoff time back five minutes because of the crowd trying to jam their way into this first of a game for the Melbourne Storm up against the North Sydney Bears here this evening. Storm Chief John Rebo knew there was only one thing to do. I think we both looked at each other and said, well, damn it, let's open the gates. Couldn't do that today. Workplace safety, it just uh, wouldn't get away with it. But it's one of those, I suppose, edgy things you do at the time. So that was, a, again, a nice statement to make about, hey, here's your football team. Here we are. We don't want to leave you locked out. Come in, experience the night. And the way it all unfolded from there and the atmosphere was just, uh, it was something really special. Uh, we ended up with a really good crowd, but it's hard to count the numbers because uh, not everybody paid, <laughs> which, is, which is probably from a marketing point of view, it's a, uh, a really good exercise. But uh, those things you don't forget because it also, what it instilled in the players, and they felt really proud of what they did on the field, but the response they got off the field, so there was a big anticipation from our supporters, but from the team, uh, you know, we were quietly confident, you know, we'd won three games previously. Matt Geyer, who was less than 10 games into his first grade career, can remember the emotions vividly. I was never a nervous footballer, even, you know, grand finals and lucky enough to play a few Origin games, but I was nervous for that game. And it was really weird because I'm like, oh man, I feel sick. But I didn't feel sick. It was just those butterflies, that, those nerves, and because we're under we're under the under the grandstand, and like it was really small change rooms, and you could hear the you could hear the like the crowd banging on the right above you, you know. It was like it was like out of the movie where you sort of see the loose rock and that sort of fall, and you know, and oh, you can hear the reverberations, and and the the, the game got I think the start of the game got delayed by about 15 minutes because they let people sit inside the track, and it was just ridiculous. You know, Chris once again was really instrumental in just getting the guys to, hey, just settle down, uh, play footy, do what you've been doing over the last couple of weeks and you'll get through the match. The Storm just moments away from coming on to their home turf for the first time in 1998. There. Here is Glenn Lazarus, captain of the Melbourne Storm. They get a standing ovation at Olympic Park. Five minutes in, it's another game of footy, and it was it was electric. It was the best, best atmosphere. Yeah, well, I, can't, I don't want to say ever, but close to ever I've I've ever played in front of. Marcus By, who would turn into one of Storm's inaugural stars and a cult figure in Melbourne, couldn't believe the sight or sound of a packed Olympic Park greeting the men in purple. To be able to look around and for the first time we've seen the full pack Melbourne Olympic Park, you know, talking about it now, send, you know, goosebumps to to what we had then. Um, everybody, and I remember boys just screaming, you know, you know, doing all this sign, you know, let's keep keep the talk up. And um, yeah, that was a great feeling. It was a great feeling. I knew, I knew everybody, I think most of the critics who wrote us off in our first game, we prove every every one of them wrong, but it was a great feeling in the in that week. Everyone, I don't think, I, I don't think uh, the boys had a beer after the game in Sydney to come back for that game, because we were all we wanted to prove that. Now rugby league is alive in Melbourne as the Storm 
running to your right-hand side of the screen. The Bears in their red jumpers. You know, I remember all running out onto the field to uh, that thunderous uh, music from Eka Deka. You know, and, and the fireworks and the crowd all standing up and cheering. We ran onto the field. And I'll never forget that. It's something that will uh, stay in my mind forever and ever. Uh, and, uh, you know, the first try, I think it was Paul Marquette. Pepe scored the first try uh, from a quick tap, I think. Noddy tapped the ball, turned it inside to Pepe, and he scored right underneath the post. And then deciding to run the ball. Is this confidence? Paul instead of tackling so um but i remember he scored a fantastic try but the crowd was amazing and uh from that day onward we, we've had fantastic support from the melbourne public and uh without a doubt i reckon they are the best in the business but the melbourne storm of crescent olympic park with a victory the storm have played in four games in the national rugby league they've won all four of them they've upset one of the competition heavyweights, North Sydney, have they become one of the heavyweights themselves? In to win our first home game at the graveyard, as, as it was then known, um, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing, and then everyone, we were, we were the talk of the town. It's, it's a, a memory that was sticking in my mind for a long, long time. Crowds mobbing them, and the attendance twenty thousand five hundred and twenty-two. And who'd have thought? the heart of AFL territory, more than 20,000 people would come and cheer what is their own team, their own rugby league team at that. They have done it. While there is some contention on who rallied the troops to start the lap of honour among the post-game hysteria, one thing is for sure. Its impact to connect the players with the thousands of fans who had turned out to support their new club cannot be underestimated. I think Lazo just got all the boys together, come in, come in, let's go around and, you know, just thank all the fans for coming to support us. We, we lapped it up, it was like we'd won a grand final. The lap of honour, I'll never forget. The lap of honour that we started, we started during that time. Um, Tower and Nikau gathered everybody and said, we're going to go and start from with one part right side of the, uh, um, um, the tunnel. We're gonna go all the way around and seconds with everybody thanking them for coming in. And there's something that we did it so differently to AFL. Um, it's a sporting code. You know, but it was just for us to show our appreciation, you know, to, to the supporters that came to, uh, to support us on a home right. And you know, it wasn't just rugby league supporters. We had a, a whole lot of people that never been to watch rugby league before. I think most of the critics wrote us off in our first game, we proved every one of them wrong. Storm coach Chris Anderson had seen a lot during his decorated playing and coaching career with Canterbury. However, the emotion he saw post-match on this April evening in 1998 was something special. And it was an amazing atmosphere. It was fantastic. It was, yeah, it was uh, 
tough game, North Sydney's always hard to beat. No, that was that was a huge night for us. What I remember from most post-game feelings was that we we had a fan room and we went over, it was over the tennis centre at the time, at that time, and we go back then, there was 2,000 people there and, and like they loved us and it was, it was an amazing thing. I think the fact that we went back there, they loved, because AFL never did any of that. Um, so to make our players um, presentable to their supporters, that was a really big part of our success. I very remember walking around talking to uh, Robbie Kearns and, and uh, Ben Rorty and those guys and saying, how good is this? You know, isn't this amazing? You know, our first home game in Melbourne, we had a sellout crowd and we won. Just imagine if this could happen every time we played at home. So those conversations and, and talking to the boys about that stuff really started to instill this um, a sense of belonging, you know, a sense of uh, a camaraderie and a sense of community with the Melbourne public who supported us. So that was a real time of relief in a way. And when we got back in the sheds having a few beers with each other, you could just feel, wow, hey, we've arrived. We've done something special. And we're in a sports-mad town like Melbourne and we've turned the lights on and they responded accordingly. That's a feeling I'll, I'll take to my grave. Doesn't set it all up for you, but it's, it, the important thing is that you don't rest on your laurels, but but we didn't, we just kept growing and growing. Next time on Eye of the Storm. He said, John, you've got to understand Melbourne loves their sport, but if you bring a football team down here, what you're proposing, and it's not successful and it doesn't win, um, you won't get support. I remember Chris saying to me in the early days, wow, we're going to be a football team that well I thought we would be able to get. And that was after some of the training sessions. But I just thought it was it was too good an opportunity to pass up as a coach. As a coach, you inherit your sides every time. Uh, and this was the one opportunity you could have to not just inherit a side, but to pick the, the people or the positions you want and to suit your style of football. We were using words like lightning and we finally settled on uh, Storm. Well, this is a statement about Melbourne. It was strong, the logo we designed was really strong. 